How's it going, Tristan? Sweet tea over there across from oh, me. Oh, pretty good, sweet tea. How you doing? Oh, I am so good. I'm oh, just so good. I'm just yeah. so blessed. I'm blessed. I'm Hashtag blessed. I'm grateful. It is the holiday season. Tis the season to be jolly. Oh, man. We got a new year, a I'm new me, a so new fat. you. So fat. Are you? So Oh, uh, you're cool. going to the gym. You're going to those late night gym sessions with oh, Jeff McBride. That's just a fuck dudes. Yeah, steam room. Oh, yeah. Tap that foot. Tap that ass. No, I get like uh, strong muscles for like five minutes. And then uh, then it all goes back to flab again. Yeah. Well, because you eat like a fucking idiot. Oh, ice cream on ice cream. Ice cream on your ice cream? Oh, yeah. That's ice cream topping on ice cream. You know that birthday cake ice cream? That's a real gluttonous kind of a thing. Right? Putting a birthday cake inside the ice cream? No, I think um, it's all good. I think ice cream cake, all those things. No, not ice cream cake. I'm saying... Ice cream in cake, cake on ice cream, ice cream Birthday cake. Birthday cake flavored ice cream. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Go to uh, what's what's what are the, what's the uh, like it, love it, or chocolate chip cookie dough? Like putting unbaked cookies in your ice oh cream. Oh my it's god, just that's too the much. best. No, it's not. It's it's just absolutely right. No, I love correct. it too. It's drugs, is what it is. Right, it is. I love drugs. Uh, Coldstone Creamery is that where you like to go? Coldstone Creamery. I I've never liked their ice cream. Oh baby, too flavorful, too sugary. Mm-hmm. That's the way I like it. I like a Hagen Dazs. I like a Ben and Jerry's. Oh jeez, like you like your women skinny and European. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Sexy. Yeah. When I think of ice cream, I think of skinny Europeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, skinny Europeans just survive on espresso and cigarettes. Yeah. That's, actually, that would be a good. Ice cream flavor. I, I like my women like I like my ice cream named birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She works at uh, Satin Dolls on cake. 45th and 8th. <laughs> 20, $20 a song. $20 a song per guy. You want to blow out my candles? <laughs> Speaking of candles, uh, we got a new sponsor oh, today. Oh, we got an excellent, excellent sponsor. America's favorite candle company, Yankee Candle, is sponsoring. Yankee, Yankee, and they have a Yankee Doodle dandy candle, Mm -hmm. which smells like, well, it smells kind of like garbage. Yeah, well, Yankee Doodle dandy, it smells like um, lube uh, that's been used a few times. There we go. That's more accurate. Uh, And it's, yeah, it's got a garbagey smell. Got a garbagey, lubey kind of smell to it. Because it's a synthetic base. It's it's, it's very plasticky. Yeah. You know, very plasticky smell. Basically, if you want, you know, your family to feel like they're having a stroke or like there's some yeah. kind of something wrong in your home, yeah, uh, it just gives that like nice. Maybe there's some burning hair. Maybe there's some burn, yeah. They, they, that's actually a different candle. They have the burning hair candle mm-hmm. um, from Yankee 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 candles. candle. They, they've uh, just it's a new. Uh, it's part of their rustic, uh, right. rustic, rustic Americana um, line. I love their Greeley, Colorado, burnt blood at midnight candle. Mm-hmm. That that's it. Smells just like them burning the cow's blood. Yes, uh, in the in the great city of Greeley, Colorado. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a candle that that that'll do something to you. They they originally it was just going to be called the Donner Party, the Donner candle, Party candle, where it yeah. smelled like uh, flesh, like, yes, uh, like iced flesh, right. But now that one's just called the flesh candle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to be confused with the flesh light, although you could probably, no. you know, hollow it out and use it in a similar fashion if you were creative. Yeah, you could fill it with wax. Put yeah. a wick in there. Put a wick. Take it's out your dick. They've all got wicks. Remove your dick. Put in a wick. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You ever use a flashlight just to test it out? No. Just I'd, to test it out. I'd like to test it out. 
listeners, you ever test out a flashlight for the a couple years just to see. <laughs> listeners, mail in your no, used flashlight. I just want to test it out. You know, I used to have a joke actually. This and and I don't do it really that much because it's so stupid. But it's just based off a real thing where I was I was in a. Uh, I was like going walking along in the summertime in New York, and they have these like uh, they have these like pop ups uh, where people are selling. It's like a garage sale basically, and they're yeah. selling all their stuff. And I went by this table, and they had a, a cardboard box filled with used dildos. I mean, it was chock full of used dildos, and they weren't like this is a bit no, but this is based off of this is actually li- literally really happened. And these dildos were they were dirty. They they'd been they'd been heavily it's like somebody used them heavily and just threw them in a basement. Did it look know, like they, they were using them for gardening or something? Like something non sex related? Uh, I don't know, man. You were know, there were there like, hunks missing from them? You know what they look like? They look like you know when you know when there's like a, a box of children's toys that somewhere that they get heavy use at like a preschool. Yeah. And they all have this kind of like really worn. They get sun stained. Yeah. Like, like these were all like, like There's maybe paint. somebody just had a bunch of dildos that they, that they gave to the kids to play with. Like and then, paint chips are missing. Yeah. There's a lot of paint chips missing off these dildos. So anyway, where did you put them all when you took the box home? <laughs> um, I just threw them in a pot of boiling water. You know, you could dishwash. I feel like you could dishwash. You and could, sterilize. right? But would you want to use uh, even would you would you want to use a sterilized sex toy that somebody else has been using? I think obviously? for some people that's probably actually a turn like a on. Turn on, right? yeah. yeah. Like a like they have a recycling fetish. Mm. Like they're like I'm getting my money's worth right now. Right, like I dumpster dough for this dildo. Mm-hmm. They're freegans. <laughs> yeah. The freaky freegans the freaky for sex. Freakies. You know, people who are freegans are also just like total sex freaks, right? They've got to be. You th- well, there's probably a crossover. Uh, there's probably some freegans. Probably some serious crossover. I don't know. Yeah. Anything where you're a hippie and you're dirty, there's a lot of sex involved in there, just too. Just like community love. Yeah, just com- like like community syphilis. Yeah, because it's free food, free love, free right. genitals, free STIs. Right. And as we know, thing, a lot of things that are free, are they come with a, a hidden price. Yeah. We could recap the weekend. We could stay on this perverted topic. Sure. Or I was going to say, I wanted to give you some gratitude for coming out to uh, another edition of Special Tonight. You're such a I love big that fan show. of the I mean, show. So I'm glad you were there. I obviously, you know, my you, you and Jeff, Jim McBride are my friends. So I definitely um, don't want to give you guys any kind of uh, advertisement on this this right. podcast um, because I resent all of the success that you have. But it's a great show. You've been on the show. You I've did been the on, show. I did. I did get a pity five minute spot, and it was wonderful. No, I, had I think a great you did time. like eight minutes. I did five minutes. You opened for Mike Vecchione on that I show. I did. I did open for Mike Vecchione, and I I don't want to say I crushed it, but I. Totally did not. Did crush I, it. I did okay. shoot that with a good camera? If I did, I should give you your. You tape. should. Yeah, I, th- I had a f- I had a fun time. It was like a good set. Yeah. But the thing I like the most is that I go and I crush some tacos. You know, yeah. I just you love a taco. I think that day I ate like ten tacos. Like yeah, you know, no, no kidding. I no think that math is correct because we got ten emails from ten individuals that said, "How come I didn't get any tacos?" Right. We said, well, because Tristan, Tristan Smith ate was there. all their tacos. Yeah, but it is it is technically unlimited, and they've gotten a lot better about uh, having the taco meats out there. We really dialed it in on this last show. We yeah. got the food out on time. People you were did. happy. People ate. They drank. Oh, I drank. That's the other thing too. Is like I will eat a bunch of tacos and then I will drink a bunch of bourbon. Yeah, you got to wash and, that down your gullet, and then I'll just watch comedy from some really good comedians. Yeah, and it's really uh, quite a pleasurable experience. It's, yeah, it's it's right above jerking off. Yes. Yeah. 
uh, I like to whack off almost as much as I like to go to special tonight. Almost as much. Uh, yeah. Next one is Friday, oh, January 12th. fucking cunt. <laughs> Are you going to edit this out? No. <laughs> I'm leaving all your dirty fucking advertisements in, uh, in this, you know. Well, you got stuff. You got your, your emceeing Broadway Comedy Club this Thursday. I this am. Podcast right. but, yeah, but, no, by the time this is out, that'll be like, hey, guys, if anybody wants to come see me emcee uh, two weeks in the past... Yeah. Uh, but by the way, folks, we're going to be starting, uh, come January. Yes. Uh, Patrick and I are, are committed to releasing on a more regular schedule because uh, we realize ejaculation, releasing ejaculation right. on a regular Ej- schedule, as well as a podcast, a podcast and also an open mic. I thought you were going to talk about the open mic. Well, I think we're going to get to that too. We're going to have a, uh, we're going to have a weekly open mic Thursdays, Thursdays in the East village in on St. March place yeah. at the V spot restaurant, the back room, in the back room, in the back room at the V spot. So we got a lot of great stuff coming up in uh, 2018. It's our year, buddy. Yeah. We're going to fucking become married. We're going to start a commune. We're going to have a following again at the mic. It's going to be great. Yeah. Even though that totally didn't work out the last three times we did it, but this time I I believe in it. Remy Falding is chomping at the bit. He's texting me constantly. Does it start this week? Oh, uh, yeah. Is he? Is he? Seriously. Yeah. So the, everybody really does want that Thursday back. So. Well, I'm very excited about it. Um, it's going to, I mean, we're going to start right in January. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be great. Uh, but right now we're focusing on, uh, well, and, and the, the mic will be a po- the, the comics table mic. It'll be branded as the same thing as this podcast. That's yeah. right. Co- co-branding is that what the networks are talking about these I, days? I don't. I don't know. I'm just kind of. I'm. I'm faking it. You know. I'm just yeah. faking all that branding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was just uh, taking a hot iron to the ass, but there's a lot more to it. Yeah, there's newsletters. Like we're gonna be mailing out newsletters, newsletters uh, to sure. people's PO boxes. There we yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, right now we uh, we're going to actually focus on the on the task at hand, which is having a great guest. Yeah, we're pumped about our guest tonight. We've got the excellent and wonderful Pat Dixon. Pat Dixon. I think you just got everybody hard with that uh, mailing out newsletters. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's you, guys, you really got all the ladies lubed up. With oh, that yeah. one. they are what, ready to fuck. That's Hell what we yeah. do with hosting too. <laughs> we're just like, hey, we got a bunch of newsletters here, and welcome to the stage. <laughs> By the way, uh, the term is champing at the bit. I'll have you know. Did really? You know that? Yeah, no. uh, chomping at the bit is not correct. It, it's it's, it's become. Correct thing, right? Yeah, champing at the bit. Yeah, it, it, it implies something a little bit different. That's all. You know, I, look, I learned you, it in college. It's the one thing I brought. I brought with me out of that. You know, you do strike me as a guy uh, that knows about horses. Yeah. yeah. What does horse <laughs> what, does, what does champing mean? Uh, well, it's the same as chomping, except uh, you know, champing it has like it's it's a uh, it's a different phone, a different sound. Yeah. But uh, I think chomping is more like an eating kind of thing. Yeah. And I think champing has more of like a like you're gritting your teeth kind of a thing. But isn't it specific to horse racing? And horses, because I think of the bit as the thing the horse bites on. It depends on what kind of ladies you like to hook up with. You know, what I mean, some of them are totally down with shit like that. Oh hell yeah! I, there's a whole HBO Real Sex episode. You got to watch it. it. There's a woman. She play. It's horse play, uh-huh. and she dances oh, around her backyard with the fucking thing in her mouth, and she has a tail like that. Like I don't know if it's a butt plug or what, but right. it's hanging oh, okay. off. I thought she, she was going to be like fucked by a horse. No, in the, she in the, just. I was like, that's a little heavy for HBO. She yeah. trots around and pretends she's the horse. Gotcha. It's a whole thing. Wow, yeah. that's. Uh, I hope she likes who she's with. You know, because that's it. You've got to find the right partner. Right. The guy, yeah. oh, the next guy coming up. You know, what if she's I, only into guys that wear diapers? You know, like that's, that's that exists. Yeah, yeah baby sure. play. Yeah, there are yeah, people like that. Baby. Yeah, it's yeah. A, dude, that's a big step when you go from putting just like uh, applesauce in the diaper to actually shitting yourself. Yeah, right. I think that's considered to be like a milestone in that. In that oh, life. is applesauce what the kink the kinkster? Would you can do use to, you can use pears. That's out like of a, a can, positive you know, a you positive can use, milestone. Yeah, anything that feels like like you know like you're taking a 
a shit in your pants, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, really, sort of edible. Yeah. I'm glad the conversation yeah. took, took this turn right away. You know, right. Pat, that's the that's I gotta podcast. Say, <laughs> I got to say, it's rare that the guest starts as pervy as we start, right. usually. Well, Pat, uh, pa- Pat's a unique guest already. He's brought us waters. Yeah, you brought you brought us drinks. Well, the only reason is I was so late, and uh, I, I just uh, I did it out of my own guilt. Uh, you know, or something. Well, I hope. Oh, yeah, you're a Catholic. You're a no, no, Catholic. not a Catholic at all. Like, I thought you. I was just listening to your album. You're Catholics right. have no guilt whatsoever. Well, what about your dad? Is he very? No, religious? no Catholics in my family. They okay. hated Catholics. In fact, gotcha. they didn't hate Catholics. They were just like uh, they told me they worship Mary and uh, uh-huh. <laughs> statues and shit. Yeah, and they, they had a problem with that or something. Gotcha. And I don't like Catholics because they're. Uh, I, I don't want to make this. I, I have nothing against the Catholic Church. I but I do dislike Catholic people. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's burn down the Pope in this episode. <laughs> let's yeah. do it. Nobody, you know, nobody's Pope's calling out the Catholic now. Church right. for their issues. Well, lately. you know, like that. There was a Nazi Pope. What happened? The Nazi Pope had had such a short. Uh, he went he away. Yeah. Previous yeah. Pope, yeah, still right. around, still alive, probably. Yeah, right. he's like 104. They've got him plugged into do machinery. You, do you stop being infallible at that point? Yeah, I can think, yeah. It be like uh, you don't even know what day it is or something, and that's fine. I just think that whole notion is ridiculous in the first place. That like somebody is infallible and in, in, under any circumstances for any reason, or really. they're in a direct contact yeah. with because the Pope is allegedly in direct contact, right? I believe that, is with that, the exception of Donald Trump, I think he's infallible. But everybody else, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. subject to make mistakes, they are human. <laughs> he's a demigod. Well, I was just reading a headline just now that the there are women galvanizing to make a second push at uh, you know bringing out these accusations. In a more aggressive, formalized way. I guess. Go ahead, go yeah. ahead. Who gives a shit? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, it, nobody believes that it's any worse than it actually is. Nobody, be- I mean, or maybe they do. I don't know. I mean, yeah. it isn't it common sense? You look at that and go, "Oh wait, okay." They don't even go over what the allegations are anymore. But if you showed your dick to somebody, you should have been fired back then, right? You know, if you're if you're Matt Lauer or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, that happened. To, that happened to Louis, right? Right, but he asked permission. Mm. That, that's true. You asked permission. You know, I didn't know consent could just be withdrawn like twelve years later when it was mm-hmm. convenient. Mm-hmm. But you know, he he t- he takes full responsibility or whatever. So if he says he's wrong, then fine. You know, yeah, but I, yeah. I I thought that I thought it was a bit of an overreaction yeah. personally. How at what point did somebody just go, "Hey, you guys, it was okay." Yeah, you know. So, uh, and and he said, "Well, it's because they admired me. Mm-hmm. It was a, I, it's a, it's a predicament because Power they admire." Well, yeah, well, some people, some people say like you can't have you can't have true permission in that situation because of the power dynamic. So you yeah. can't fuck anybody who admires you ever. Right, right, right. <laughs> What's the point of being in this business? Right, nobody's yeah. fucking then. Yeah. What is the fucking point? I mean, you you have to. Does that mean women are only going to fuck guys they don't admire? Yeah, that they that they like think don't think much of. I guess that's the idea. Right. You can never have consent. Never. In that well, situation, well, you never have consent. That's, that's so nuts. And there's yeah. like enthusiastic consent is a phrase that gets thrown around of like. Well, that's just kind of you know. Well, like, I, you yes, never get that. That's like uh, that's asking we, a lot. Can't you know? we say I mean, yes? Like, uh, yes means yes. I'm yeah. right on the bubble with all of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yes used to mean yes. Right. Really, silence used to mean yes. Right. If if, uh, if you go back far enough. Right. I mean, I guess if you go all the well, way if you back, go back no far enough, yes. things get real bad, though, for a lot no, of people. No, no, yes, uh, back yes. in the Cro-Magnon times. <laughs> she said yes. Did she say yes? Well, she wasn't punching me. Yeah, she didn't so. spray me with She mace. said no five times, and she stopped saying no. Hmm. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's... it's back in the 50s, that was that was yes. Yeah. What? Oh, really? No <laughs> is yes? Yeah. Five times no, but then not saying anything. I mean, come on. Do you do you always take the first No. I don't take the well, first, I never if I had taken the first oh, no, I, I would have never fucked anybody. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to I was talking that out with my wife that like I'm now questioning all the 
uh, all the hard selling I used to do. Right. You know, well, right? Like, exactly. Hard selling like, is the perfect term. It's not. It it really isn't <laughs> right. It's, rape. It's salesmanship. Right. Right. Yeah, I gotta be charming. It's a negotiation and and a charming thing. Actually, and, uh, I, I, I had like a rule that I would go by, which is like sometimes yeah, girls would be like no, but they would if they said it in a way that was like oh, I'm not really, and that's like for a kiss. That's like yeah. And then, and if the and then, and then if the kiss was like. Usually, I never beyond that. There was never an issue. Like once the kiss happened, then it was like, oh yeah, I'm into this. And oh, then you got it like that. Mm. I you got, got the, you got those fucking fuck lips. Do you know lips, what? Like yeah. my first, my very first kiss was in middle school, and it was with a very aggressive girl who like kissed me and like kind of did it in this big production thing. Did she have boobs and then she, already? She said I was. She was the teacher. Yeah, of course, she, she had yeah. boobs. This yeah. was yeah. This was like <laughs> yeah. My my seventh grade teacher. No, but she but then then she said like, oh, you're such a fucking terrible kisser. Mm. So she made me feel shitty about it. So I think I worked. You clinic right yeah i worked at it like after that like you know making so now it's did, like did your research i did my research so yeah. what did you find because study yeah the first girl i kissed it was great it was, it was awesome yeah. i don't know i don't know what she thought of it it was kind of a shock to me that it was that it was that fucking tongue involved you know right, yeah. behind a dumpster at a hardy's oh, nice. oh that's classic yeah. Yeah. what state <laughs> tennessee did, did you grow up in tennessee uh, yeah i grew up in the south yeah well, my yeah. parents live in nashville where do they really yeah yeah i was in uh more like chattanooga area oh yeah, yeah. oh i'm familiar with cleveland tennessee no kidding from Cleveland, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, you're, how are you familiar with Cleveland, Tennessee? Did you go to Lee College? Uh, no, I used to. I used to produce documentaries, and we shot a. We went story to the there. worst town in the United Ooh, States. It is rough. It is rough. <laughs> I like the Waffle House, though. Yeah, the Waffle. Well, well there's nine of them. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a there's there's twenty thousand people there or something. So yeah, Chattanooga Somewhat Airport. Uh, drove over. 45 minutes or something uh, airport yes that's quite a that's quite a that's a nice place to grow up though no i don't know i mean it's a it's where it's where it happens it's do you the play, scene of the crime do you play down there well I, yeah i used to uh, it's been a few years since i've been to chattanooga yeah to do that but it's a great club yeah. yeah comedy catch that's where i started uh-huh i was only there for a few weeks after i moved after or a few months after i started doing comedy and i moved to atlanta uh-huh. Which you might have also heard of. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a town. Atlanta, mm-hmm. Atlanta, yes, uh, Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's sort of the uh, what do you call the liberal center and the conservative uh, state, mm-hmm. the blue center and the in the red state. Uh-huh. And that's a nice place. It's okay. Pat, I like Atlanta. This, I'm just realizing as you're talking, this is the first time I've ever seen you not in a suit. Is yeah, it really? This is casual Friday for you. Yeah. Casual I, I, well, see, I saw you yesterday. I didn't have a suit on. In fact, I think I had this exact thing on. Uh, is that, yeah, is that yeah. a Voltron? Is that a Voltron shirt? I guess I got this. I found this at the studio. You know what I mean? They have all these shirts and stuff laying around, uh-huh. so I just picked it up. Yeah, is that what it is? Voltron? It's it look, what it, it yeah. looks like. It. Yeah, it looks like that. So yeah. I look like a child molester. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you're appealing <laughs> to the yeah, youth. But, but you yeah. know that's regardless of what you're wearing, Pat. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Some people think I'm a cop. You've a got cop? a cop vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you got the you got the tight fade, man. Once you get that, and you look like you're not in a great mood, you know, yeah. you're, you're a little bit paranoid. Do or you something? think you have like resting angry face? I probably have resting something face. Yeah, you know, I, I got a resting. I got a cocked eyebrow, uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, that's uh, that's it. Implies that you that you think everybody's uh, fucking stupid or something. I think you know what I mean. But Is that you, what it looks but like? Do you? You, no. you you look like you fucking hate us right now. <laughs> That's what it looks like. You know what it is? I'm fucking still angry at my wife. Yeah, what's going me on lay with, here? What's going on oh, with the wife? Oh, for crying out loud. See, today we're supposed to like uh, do some errand, right? I have to help move some shit up to the Upper West Side, right? I wake her up at noon. She's like, ah, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm like, all right, fine. So I sleep then Does she work until nights four. Also? I don't know. She's a writer. She works uh-huh. where the fuck she wants. So, like, yeah, she does work a lot at night a lot. Anyway, it's all her fault that I'm late. That's the point. Did you used to have mm-hmm. jokes? Maybe I'm thinking totally. Did you ever, were you married before? 
Or yeah, he... yeah, twice. Okay. Married, yeah. Yeah. So because you you have yeah. some really funny divorce jokes or like jokes about like previous. Let me reel those off. Hey, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I've been divorced a couple of times. You really divorce is better than being engaged. You know, I mean, like if you think because when you're engaged, you associate hope. You know, with that. Right, but right. really, man, the hope. The divorce is filled with hope. Yeah, that's like hope based on sort of a real situation. You know, rather yeah. than the fantasy. Right. Because you know what marriage is now, and you're hopeful that you can get the fuck out of it, and maybe uh, you know, still. Still have a life. Yeah. Because when you get married, you think, like, that's it. Yeah. I'm with this person fucking forever. You mean, like, in the back of your mind, you kind of go, maybe not, but, you know. Yeah. That's what you're thinking. And then you get it. I, oh. I encourage you, pull the trigger on your divorce if you're thinking about it. <laughs> if you're thinking about it, then you probably need to do how, it. How old yeah. were you when, you're first, when you first got married? 20. 20? Which is young, but that's it's, so, not, is that, it's is not that unforgivable. That's a Tennessee thing. Is it a Tennessee thing? Uh, well, I don't know. It, I'm asking you. Uh, maybe like, it's a family thing for yeah. me because uh, my family seems to do that, and so I just did what they did. Plus, I just yeah. thought, hey, I don't know, get out of the house, get married. I, I, it didn't really occur to me to like not get married for yeah. some reason. I don't how, know why. how long did that last? Five and a half years. Five and a half. Mm-hmm. Really, really long years. Did so. comedy start in there somewhere? Right at the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that the, yeah. Is that the coping mechanism? Well, yeah. Get, you, yeah, you start talking about your divorce and shit right away. You know, that's all right. Most comedians start out that way, I think. Yeah. With, with a breakup with or a divorce. Some kind of horrible life shit. Breakup or a divorce, event. usually, yeah. Or it's not like your dad dies and you're like, oh, i got to start doing stand-up. Yeah, Sometimes do the stand-up's the this. reason why people's marriages break up. Cause people not are, in my case. Yeah. Uh, it broke up because, uh, you know, it, I got married when I was 20. Yeah. yeah. To fucking the first person. That, I mean, I, she was, you know what it was? I didn't want anybody else to fuck her. Mm. That's all it was. You were locking it down. I, it, yeah, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> It's, do you ever stay with somebody longer than you should just because you don't want your friends to fuck her well, or anybody you know? I I also did the thing where I'd break up with people, but I would I would kind of keep in touch with them because I wanted to continue to lead them on so that they didn't move on with their life. Mm. Like I held them hostage. Mm. That's bad. Nice. Oh, that's, that's really horrible. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking horrible. That's well done. Yeah. You know, I'm I I don't. I'm not saying that because I'm proud. Well, maybe you'll uh, you know avoid being accused of anything because I when you said a minute so. ago like you look back and you start to question it's like at first yeah. it was like somebody raped somebody you're like well, I didn't drug anybody and rape anybody and then these yeah. accusations they keep coming out and coming out they get more diluted and you're like yeah wait, wait he did what yeah I did that well I was saying that to my wife too is like I hooked up I used to hook up with coworkers a lot and and that's that's a whole thing now it's like right. what is a hookup and what is uh, power like a power aggression of some kind basically we're all just waiting our turn now right. But I mean, you you fucked underlings. Yeah, I mean they're all underlings. People when you're yeah, fucking them. Yeah, in the in the hierarchy of the of the the scene. Yeah, sure. They were. I like fucking comedy. I like fucking overlords. in in TV production offices. Oh, okay. Uh, and there was just a couple like flings, you know. And it was never never shitty. I'm a nice guy. Like that's the thing too. Is like I would if if the thing were to come down on me, it would be of the Al Franken brand, where it's like. Wait, he, he really him? You know, like uh, oh, people be surprised. I think so. There's a lot of backlash happening with uh, Al Franken. I've been seeing a lot of articles and a lot of people talking about how kind of it's a, it's a it's a step too far in the fact that we're actually uh, it's actually hurting. Like in some, you know, like people are like, hey, I'm all for like getting the garbage out of right. positions, but like wait, you mean wait, you're telling me that the media is rushing to the defense of a Democratic senator? <laughs> wow, no, no, not the, I'm not reading on the media. I'm actually reading with like other like. Like pe- like people that 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 write like not news articles, but like more like editorial pieces that are not directly involved with like M- you know NBC or CBS or Fox or like any of those other kind of things. probably Trump voters. You're right, but also <laughs> but also the Republicans are like rallying around uh, Roy Moore, yeah, yeah. who you know if if well, there's no pictures of him grabbing anybody's tits. 
Yeah. Are there's, you are you are, are you more of a conservative or liberal in terms of the, or do you not really take sides? Fire away and take a guess. I <laughs> I said Trump was a demigod and uh, and and I and I attacked the defense of uh, Al Franken. Yeah, but that mean that you're also a comic, so that couldn't mean anything. Right, but none of that shit was funny. I'm just I haven't been funny yet today. This is really <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm, I'm really troubled by this, that. This is this is an okay podcast to to. To not be funny? To not put pressure on yourself. Talk about the business of being funny. Well, the business of being funny is really tough. That's what I found. Mm. I'm glad I did not start here. Because I see people Mm. doing bringers and barking in the street. That's shit I never did. Well, how long have you been doing it for, Pat? 21 years. 21. So, I I mean... You drive a lot is what I did. I'm interested in what the landscape and how it's changed, like, from when you started to to now. Okay. Well, you started, like, you know, you start out... Way back then, you could make a living as an MC, sort of, on the road, Mm. which is uh, something that doesn't exist anymore, really. I mean, you could go there were guys who did that it would be like uh go and do 10 minutes introduce people you get a paycheck all that shit you get money you get cash and uh, a place to stay they don't do that anymore now it's somebody local and, yeah. and a lot of times the middle act you know on the road there's the mc middle the headliner and the head the headliner now a lot of times brings the middle it's hard to make a living as a middle now yeah and uh, you used to be able to, you know, what, when you had to send your avails in, you know how you did it? You faxed your avails. Mm. How many times did I hear fax your avails? So, I mean, it's really not romantic, interesting, or incredibly uh, enlightening, the, yeah. the differences. It's just like, look at the shit that we're using now and look at the shit we're using 21 years ago. And that was yeah. that's the difference. And you you actually strike me as a, like, when I listen to you, when I see you on stage, you kind of strike me as this throwback personality. Like, I feel like you you could have existed in the 50s. The word you're, li- well, you're, look- word uh, you're looking for is old. <laughs> you know? No, 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 it's, no, no. It's just there's a certain level of class or, like, attitude. Like, you, like I said, you wear you wear a suit. You have, like, a, you, you have a kind of a succinct way of, like, doing your act and, like, like kind yeah. of presenting yourself. Well, you know, it, it's it's that's the way I root for it is jokes. You know, yeah. I like I like jokes, and and I, lately I talk to the crowd a lot more, which is something I never used to do. But it's and now it's become kind of an addiction. You know, you do that, and uh-huh. then it becomes like I, I really don't want to work into jokes anymore that much. You know, and and I'm do and I do fine. Yeah, you know, it's great. It's great. Yeah, I, I don't know about the about the throwback thing it's not something well, i tried well, to do well do you do you miss like do you miss when it's probably because i talk to... out of the side of my mouth you know because <laughs> i you know why i do that because with cell phones i always thought you had to like talk right into the hole and yeah. i'd be holding it that way and that's uh, i developed this talking out of the side of my mouth thing yeah but uh well we can adjust your chair if you want to i'll, I'll just talk like this yeah, yeah this exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh but but like do you think uh comedy is losing something by becoming so modern the, the, because it's not faxing avails and because it's oh these Twitter. kids today with their emails <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not losing something we're gaining something i mean yeah. it, it, really life is about adapting anyway so who gives a shit if, you, if anybody doesn't like it they're wrong it's it's like it's gonna happen uh faxing avails or sending by email doesn't make any difference right. really although you feel like less of a turd you know uh, emailing stuff than than sending a fucking fax yeah I'm past for late night at a club, and you have to call a number and then tell them what your avails are, and then they write out a piece of paper. They take a piece of paper and write on it with pen, and then photograph that, and then post that to Facebook. And that's well, Richie will die eventually. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let me ask you this: I was listening to uh, what is it? Goodbye Forever, Fatty. All uh, right, is yeah. that the name of the it's a comedy um, CD? Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. Uh, it's very, it's it's it's. A lot of sex talk, and it's hilarious, hysterical. I was oh, dying laughing. Oh, thanks. Uh, and I was, I was saying to Tristan, like how much I would love to watch a room of uh, feminist bloggers listening to the CD. Right. Uh, wh- how do you feel about that stuff? Like, like, do you feel like? Uh, 
Because it's a silly, funny album. And yeah, I never like- really saw what uh, is so uh, misogynistic about the title, first of all. But I was told that it was yeah. a lot of times. Goodbye Forever Fatty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 the joke itself could be construed as misogynistic. But mm-hmm. I, I think really the joke's always on me. But that means the person that's like listening to the title automatically assumes it's about a woman. Exactly. Have to be. So, so yeah. I think they're the misogynistic yeah. ones, yeah. you know? And like Often that's the case. When people, I remember one time I had a show. It was a uh, like a burlesque comedy, comedy kind of a combination show. It was all stand-up. And, except when I say burlesque, these girls would get totally naked and shave themselves on stage and stuff like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they were great. It wasn't like the uh, kind of... What night was, of the it, week it, is it, 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 It's over. 2013 uh-huh. in July. But it was uh, empowering. It wasn't empowering, you know, mm-hmm. but it was truly empowering because they made these, you know what I mean? That This was their idea. I didn't tell them to, like, go shave your pussy in a, in a fucking uh, corrugated tub. Right. Uh-huh. And that was the, that was the pre-show, you know? Uh-huh. It was great. These girls were great. It was, uh, Vicky Bad was her name. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan. But, you know, like, I remember somebody told me, like, well, it's clearly misogynistic or something. I'm like, what are you talking about? And because, and you know, we had one sketch where... She was wearing uh, donkey ears and a tail, and uh, I don't remember the exact context of the of the whole you know thing. But there yeah. was a song playing, maybe or whatever. It was you know just something that we did. She's on all fours, uh, and he was looking at a photo. This guy, this, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, it's misogynistic." I'm like, "Why?" He goes, uh, "You dressed her in a donkey outfit." Uh-huh. I'm like, "I didn't dress her in anything." Yeah. You know, I didn't put her in a donkey of it. That's her idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what What am I supposed to do? I think do? that's you know what people I mean? like, do, that they get offended on behalf of other people it, now. Yes, yeah. of course. And, and it's white people, mostly, mm-hmm. uh, and men, a lot of men, but women too. And what I don't get is, like, don't you, doesn't that strike you as misogynistic? If, if you think that I have the power to just, like, put her in a thing? Yeah. I don't have that kind of power. Yeah. In fact, she's getting this opportunity to perform her art in, in, for, for your audience. Yeah. And it's a whole... All her idea. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like I, I would like to see the feminist bloggers, too, listening to a Goodbye Forever Fatty. In fact, there was one woman, as I recall there, she's like, you're, this is a, you're generalizing, is what mm-hmm. she said. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you're taking it personally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> There's well, always a response. Well, and, like, you're... Again, back to the throwback thing of like telling jokes about the sexes and the genders in a nightclub for a comedy audience where you're getting huge, raucous laughs. Like yeah. I'm picturing like a smoke filled room with like in any decade that album could work. Like it, it's not to say it's old timey or no, anything. No, it's timeless is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it's I, timeless. I'll, I'll accept and you're that. Talking, That's the proper way. Yeah. <laughs> and you're talking about... <laughs> talking about sex and like people go to nightclubs to get laid and that's yeah. that's the vibe and that's the i think a great comedy show should have sexual tension to it for sure so I, i'm just i don't know i i guess i was listening i'm like i would have loved to been at this show first of all yeah. and uh but but at the same time there's so many people that i know personally from the scene at the level tristan and i are at that would listen to it and be like well that's problematic you know yeah they love to do that people love to do that they love to point out what's problematic that's the that's the that's the biggest sport in the world is yeah. to see what's problematic you know yeah. and, and like oh, i don't know the reason why is it's it's i guess it's like what do you call the you know you're you're signaling your virtue yeah you're showing like well i was able to spot that and, and everybody's having a contest to see who can pick out the yeah. most yeah. you know obscure uh thing that's offensive in some way why well, I, I, it's such a boring thing to do i think that's interesting you call it a sport though because that to me shows that you see it as an opportunity to uh, like if the ball comes to you to throw it back and maybe 
I don't know. Do you, does it ever inspire you if you get that kind of pushback on stuff? Well, I never get that kind of, I mean, like people laugh at what I do. Although yeah. there was somebody in the audience last night, some woman started a thing and uh, I don't know, like she, I was talking about Louie actually. I'm like, he asked and she said, yes. So, I mean, like, and so I'm just kind of like challenging them to sort of explain it to me. And she was like, well, he didn't touch her. He should have touched. I'm like, what? He should have t- let, touched her. You know, because she was imagining that she, he should have, like, made out with her or something, you know. Like, like romanced her before. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know about all that. Uh, it seems to me like that's even riskier, mm. you know, yeah. I mean, than, than just, uh, you know. It seems like that's probably why he's jerking off in front of them, because, you know, you're afraid to touch a woman in a hotel room these days. That yeah. didn't seem to be his particular 2000, kink. 2005. You know? Yeah, exactly. It was the kink thing. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't a safety thing. But Well, I mean, do you, do you, is it a lot of people having, I mean, I got to imagine... You know, I know where people are on our level and what they're talking about, but like for for guys like you that have been doing it for twenty plus years, I mean, is there is there a lot of conversation about that? And is there or do people have any concerns or just t- talking about like, yeah, that's you know, just the shit that's happening? I know? used to do a racial joke back when I was know, like uh, maybe ten, fifteen years in, or ten, probably ten years I've been doing it or something. Yeah, it was maybe eight or ten actually. And I remember the bartender. It, it had to be less than ten years because I was listening to the bartender. And he goes, uh, it was in Chattanooga, and he's like, listen, uh, there was some, I don't know what the punchline was or whatever. It was some racial joke or whatever. And he goes, you know, it's a BBF, you know, that's what he said. And, and I'm like, what is it? It's just better be funny. Mm. That's all. I think mm-hmm. it's just yeah. better be funny. If the funniness, uh, you know, is is sufficient, really, it's, you know, and it will be funny yeah. if, if, if that's your intent. Yeah. So many people are just trying to shock people and piss them off, you know, and I really am telling jokes. Yeah, you know? your, I mean, like, your it's, jokes. It's, it's to be are- funny. There's certainly not a larger point to it or anything like that. I wish there was sometimes, but yeah, you know, I mean, like, yeah, uh, but there's it, nothing that drives me more can, crazy. You can find take one it seriously. Like they're like, oh, it's not jokes; it's like a real thing. Well, see, know? that's why you're. That's that's that, that's a good point because it, you know, like a, a lot of people are, have. You're familiar with the whole debate: are women funny? Boy, it's yeah, like everybody's like wants to talk about are women funny, and there's a lot of women doing stand up. And I'm not going to say women aren't funny because some of them are. You know, there's some very funny women, uh, but they here's what the difference is: they don't have a sense of humor. Uh-huh. And they're funny, but they really don't have a true sense of humor. You know, they they it, like if if some comedian jerked off in front of you, you know, some woman masturbates in front of you or whatever. You know, first of all, you're not going to not like it. Second of all, uh, you're not going to tell on her unless you just write a joke I'm about gonna it. I'm going to say, could you it's just let me put a diaper on and get some applesauce in there real quick? <laughs> it's extremely, extremely funny. That you know, I mean, funny. like find the humor and shit. And and like we now we see women in stand up. Don't have a sense of humor. Mm. They they're they are they are really they struggle with like things that are real in life and shit like that. And then they they're like, hold on though, this we need to have a conversation about this. Mm-hmm. They want to have a conversation about it, and well, that's not guys. Guys don't want to do that. We don't want to have a fucking conversation yeah. about things. We want to joke about it. Right. Well, some some might say that that's our privilege that we get to just have fun with it and not have to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure is. <laughs> yeah. They, they they get to do that too. Yeah. It's up to them. Well, actually, I mean, some of the, uh, you know, I, I don't know how to apply to like some of the higher level female comedians, but like some of my favorite female comedians that I know that are friends of mine are the ones that uh, are are just as good at kind of like making like a, making a joke of the whole thing mm-hmm. and not taking it super seriously because, yeah, like exa- it's like you can't call time out on like on that kind of stuff. No. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know who, well said. You know who comes to mind is Caitlin Palufo. She, oh, yeah. She's she great. is a fucking powerhouse, and she makes all the same feminist points. At There's there's one comic in particular that does a lot of Facebook point-making, and I feel like Caitlin is a comic who's making all the same points but getting huge laughs while doing it, 
and then this person is writing out points, you right, know? Right. And there's a huge difference. Why are you only naming the one that's good at it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> one of them is uh, funny, one's not, or... Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wuss. Does somebody have a sense of... I don't know. Maybe... I, I, I think that my wife has a sense of humor. I really yeah, do. Yeah. I, I think she's a rare exception. And do, do you ever it. debate this stuff as it comes up? You know, we make fun of other people mostly. Yeah. Uh, and, we, and we mostly, like, you know, show each other headlines and nod ruefully. Yeah. Uh, but she has a... Look, I mean, she has a different opinion, a different set of beliefs on it, you know, and and, and so, uh, yeah, we've debated before, sure. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, it is in a marriage, I guess, easier to... But uh, she, but on this stuff, on, on on a lot of this shit, like, you know, the who gets caught doing what and that kind of thing, we're, we're pretty close. Yeah, okay. We're pretty close to the same opinion on that. A lot of women aren't. That's the other thing. Women have two faces. They have one for you and they have one for their friends. Mm. And, uh, and, and then they, obviously they're not going to come out and say the kind of things they say to you privately, you know, to their friends because their friends won't tolerate it. Yeah. That's who they think of as society mm-hmm. or that actually, actually they don't think of them as society. They think of, at, they think, you know, who society is to women. It's their mother and their uh, sister. Uh-huh. Usually that's who society is. Society says this society says that. Yeah. And she's a writer, so she's not doing the same thing as you are, which is interfacing with people from all walks of life uh, every night of the week. Uh, and, and actually, she has this, a, a huge pool of friends, associates, and uh, yeah. sort of uh, you know people she interviews. So she's a journalist, right? Yeah. Too. So I mean, she's like, yeah, she's she's great at meeting people and gotcha. stuff. Uh, not an introvert, really. But except you know, like when she's not doing that shit, yeah, she does yeah. not leave the house usually. Yeah, it's weird. So I have a weird wife, a very Wait, weird. So she's wife. a journalist. Yeah, and she, does she does she she independent regular, regular she... column at the Daily Beast. Okay, yeah, okay. and she's got a book coming out called Unwifeable. Oh, I, her name's Mandy Statmiller. Unwifeable. Unwifeable by it, Mandy Statmiller. Yeah, it must yeah. be about your relationship. It I is. Assume. Yeah, it, it ends with it. It starts <laughs> with all the reasons why I shouldn't have married her. Uh huh. And then it goes into meeting me and stuff. We had a weird way of meeting. I we love were, I love that man. How long I, have you guys been married? Two years, two years, a little over two years, yeah, my, just right at it. So it sounds like you guys are very transparent. I mean, you're on stage talking about your relationship. She wrote a book about it. Yeah, that reminds me of my wife. So how how does that affect you? Like, do you like do you like kind of putting it out there? Like, oh, that? here's the way. I'll put it this way: If she's going to talk about how many dicks that she sucks, uh-huh. then I'm going to talk about how much I hate her. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. uh, and uh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, you know, my wife sucked a hundred dicks. So, by the way, that's that's the the. Uh, are you number one hundred? No. Okay. No, she's like a hundred pre me. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> she hit three digits, and then she you, told me I was like, "How many? How many guys have you slept with?" Because she was talking a lot about sex. Yeah, and I was like, "How many? Gosh, how many guys have you?" And she goes, "How many do you think I have?" Because you know that's what women like to do. Put sure. it back on you, and I was like, "I don't know, like a hundred. I was fucking around. She's like, "No, no, no, I haven't fucked hundred guys. Probably sucked hundred dicks." It's <laughs> like, "Oh, great, great. Well, Which, but you think about it. She sucked her first dick at fifteen, uh-huh. and she was forty at the time. Uh-huh. So that's." Uh, 25 dicks sucking years. 25 four, years. Four dicks a year. That's not that many yeah, dicks. It's, that's that's many dicks. A, it's a quarterly dick. Yeah. I mean, who, who, why get upset? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, in college, there's probably a higher rate of dicks, but... Maybe, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, probably uh, we, we during some, the marriage, I probably slowed down. There were probably yeah. years where there was, like, you know, some graphs 20 here, dicks. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're just taking averages, that's all. You know? <laughs> but anyway, I didn't care. How did you meet? You said it was a weird way? First time I saw her, it was like about nine, ten years ago. She was in a con- She used to do stand-up some, uh-huh. and she was she's funny, you know, but uh, she she opted to just kind of stick to the journalistic side, which is weird because I'm, I studied journalism in college and then dropped all that and decided uh-huh. to become a comic, so we have this weird 
Uh, there's there's a confluence there. I saw her. She walked into this place, and she's gorgeous, tall, blonde. She's six two. You know, she's uh-huh. like really big. And I was like, oh, I even asked somebody who I was who was there. I had an acquaintance, and I was like, who is this? And she's like, that's oh, Mandy Stamell or whatever. And I didn't see her again. I didn't even talk to her. Didn't have the guts to talk to her. And uh, yeah, I didn't see her for seven years. Wow, roughly mm. seven years, maybe six and a half, seven years. And then when I saw her again, she was a little more beat, you know. But you, she's and stuck in more, there. And I thought, you know, I think I can fuck this girl. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here we are. But we met, um, and then she actually asked me to do this thing that she was doing. Uh, well, she 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 was doing a thing for a website at the time, a she, dating website. She, she was, was doing a story. Right. Okay. She was doing an ad campaign, actually, called some, the Mandy Project. Some might say you were sexually harassed, Pat. Maybe I was. <laughs> you know, and uh, who would say that though? Some faggot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she, uh, anyway, whatever. We had to do some kind of stunt date. Yeah. It was like part of a. Th- she was doing thirty dates in thirty days to try wow. to like. How many figure- dates did she suck during that? Period? See, that's. <laughs> she might have. She might have only been at eighty before this article. <laughs> did oh you my guys, god! Did you guys have a bit of a? Uh, I remember reading some some kind of stunt marriage where you guys got married at like Gotham or something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was public, uh, and we sold tickets at. It was during the New York Comedy Festival. That's hilarious. That's so I had cool. my show at New York yeah. Comedy Festival, and I was like, "Why don't we just get married there?" And did you do time? Yeah, we had a whole show. That's great. I hosted the thing. Dustin Chafin did it. My, Keith Almerstadt did so it. So was, was the marriage the headliner, or did you do it in the middle of the... No, we closed with it. We figured <laughs> we'll close with it, you know, just so nobody has to follow it. Uh-huh. I love comedians. My, my we made wedding, $1,100 on our wedding. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> my wedding was well, very much like opposite. a show yeah. also. Yeah. That's brilliant. Well, yeah, that's, that's the way to do it, you know? Like, try to see... Uh, yeah, I don't know what it will make it work for you. I did the same thing at my high school reunion. I made money there too. I made eight hundred bucks. Just nice. Like, yeah, I went to the re. I didn't go to the reunion that they charge you for. I went yeah. to my hometown and did a show. a show. Yeah, right there in the comedy club. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was great. It was good to see everybody. We had a blast. Yeah, it's weird. Do you keep in touch with like old old friends? Ah, nobody passed like uh, about twenty. I got a twenty-year-old friend, and I got one friend that goes way back to like grade school. So a couple, yeah, yeah. yeah. He became a preacher, actually. Wow. He became a preacher. I became a comic. He became a crackhead, and I became a drunk. Yeah. And you're uh, sober, drunk. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. For seventeen years, I've had yeah. a drink for seventeen years. Tonight might be the night. <laughs> but, uh, I got nine. As far as I, oh, really? Yeah. yeah congrats. Thanks, he's uh, still off the crack, as far as I know. Yeah. But. Uh, how how would I find out? People don't call and tell you they they went back on crack. Yeah, well, well, it's, what's been interesting in comedy is that you know you do find the other sober comics, and then you do see the other sober comics wander, and things happen, and mm-hmm. that's been an interesting experience for me. Right? Um, Has and, it? Have you lost some friends to the bottle? No, I haven't lost. Thank God, I haven't lost anybody, and I'm I'm not like a I don't I'm not like. I don't hold anybody to any sort of standard. I, I think that people should live however That's they nice want to live. I'm That's, not going to, yeah. you know, cut people out. Uh, but it does complicate friendships. Uh, I can't date a girl if she drinks. I mean, like, I, I mean, I'm married now, but I, I didn't I didn't like dating a drinker at all. And a couple I, of women I date, they would have a drink and they'd be like, oh, okay. And then they yeah. have a second drink and they're just fucking assholes. See, I, I always like kissing women who smoke and drink, uh, even when I was a couple years sober. And also with this guy, Tristan. Mm-hmm. He when loves, he smokes and drinks? He, he loves to, whiskey. Oh, oh. 
And I will catch myself having close conversations with him just so I can get that <laughs> moist fucking whiskey breath in yeah. my face. Yeah. It's uh, very homoerotic. Yeah. Mostly and we, homo. And then we make yeah. out. That's uh, yeah, erotic. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but hey, I mean, like, whatever works, you know, I mean, like a whiskey breath. You like that smell, huh? I love it. And I, I know that's a red flag. <laughs> so I got to, I got to. Check out a uh, meeting, or probably something. just an alcoholic or something. Yeah. Did, did yeah. you, Pat? Did you did you quit because you were, you had an issue with it, or because you just didn't want to do it? Or? No, everything was going great, and I just said, you know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hit some sort of bottom. Like an, I, I, it wasn't that bad though, honestly. I mean, for compared to what like a lot, a lot of people go through, there's a high bottom. Yeah, I got off on like the fifth floor or something. You know, it was great. But you knew the, the as they say, yeah. the elevator's going all the way down. You right, get off at any. Floor. It wasn't out of any wisdom. I had to. I was just a pussy. I guess you know. I mean, like well, I, I, I was like I was a pussy. About I feel it. like and this it was helps. Atlanta or something. Yeah. I was a big fat guy at that time. I was like oh, wow. I was I had I was real bloated. I mean, mm. just a picture of me and Greg Giraldo. It was last week that I drank. First week I worked with Greg Giraldo. Last week I drank. You're a pretty svelte guy now, though. So I went. I was felt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got whatever. I, it's not uh, just felt as I've been, but I was, I was, I looked like I ate Greg Geraldo in that picture. And were you, were you <laughs> like featuring for him or something? Yeah. Yeah. It was down in Austin, Texas. Were you close with him? No, it was a, I just met a him weekend. then. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was a week and, and you know, he's a fun guy and, and to know him is to love him and everybody got along with him that yeah. I know of it. And like he, uh, he was a great dude, you know I mean? Like yeah. he was, he was. Remembered me, and we were friendly forever after that, you know? Yeah. But we weren't, I wouldn't say close, you know, because who are you really? I'm not close to anybody hardly, you know? Yeah. I'm really tight like that. I don't know. It's like hard to have friends. Having friends. If I had a bunch of friends, I probably wouldn't be doing comedy. Yeah. Maybe I would. Yeah. Is this a loner's game? I don't know. Some people are good at social shit, and some people aren't. I know. I am, you know, I've heard like different, like, like, uh, different thoughts about it like that you have like you know your core like two or three friends if you can manage it that you that you can be like honest with about the business and everything like that and then everyone else you just have to be kind of like surface and be like yeah everything's great i'm doing awesome it's it's, it's fucking kicking ass sounds like la <laughs> <laughs> what about you what do you do I mean, do you are you are you open about everything to like a large number of people, or do you have t- people that you're close to? Have you come out of the closet? Yet? Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, his I, name's I, Tristan. He's out of the yeah. closet. Oh, yeah. I, I have like three. I do. I would say I have three core com. Well, three or four core comic friends that that you know we talk about everything and like pretty. Do open you have friends about. who aren't comics? Um, yeah, but less and less. You know, yeah. like because you because you spend so much time kind of you know doing comedy and and kind of rolling that circle. Well, it's just tedious. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like, I can be friends with, with ex cops. Uh, they've got stuff to say, you know, or people who do radio or podcasting yeah. or whatever. But like, if, if you're not like sort of like interesting, well, I don't you, know, you blink your eyes and like a year goes by, and if you haven't talked to the person in a year, it's just like where do we stand at that point, really? Yeah, some mm-hmm. people you go away and come back to is normal, but like uh, I don't know, fuck it. Friends from high school are the worst, you know. I mean, like they, they you see them. And they look old. They look old as fuck. I yeah. couldn't believe how old everybody looked. Yeah. They looked like my parents. Yeah, and then also the only thing you have in common is that specific period of time. And it's like, how many times do you want to hear the same story again? I'm amazed by people who know my name. I don't know their name. Don't uh-huh. don't, don't remember them. And they'll say, I'm you know, I'm Jill Calfee or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> I have no fucking idea who this person is. Like, really? I don't. I, yeah. I, it's, it's weird. Well, I, I mean, have a bad also, memory. Com- comedians meet so many people. That's why I never expect like anybody that I'm not like pretty good friends with to remember me because it's like you, you meet like a hundred people a day practically. You can get laid sometimes, you know, but if it's like a law of averages, I guess. If you meet enough people, you know, then that's that. You, it doesn't matter what you look like, or even if you're not funny, 
you know, you, you get some trickle down or something. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. I figure whenever you get married is when you feel like you're at your peak. Yeah. But you're at it, right? You're right at it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, I had some practice marriages. But I knew her for years in high school right. and then married her. And then Were the other one I lived together? And the second marriage, I li- yeah. And the second marriage, I lived with her for a lot of years yeah. before we got married, too. See, my parents it doesn't work for me. got divorced mm-hmm. when I was a kid, so... That's never like some. That's never something that I wanted to to fuck with. Right when I got married, I was thinking I'll probably get divorced. Yeah, <laughs> no one's thinking that. You know, I mean, right. it's funny because everybody thinks like, uh, you know, when I get married, it's just going to be one time. You it's know, it's like that. It's like, yeah, that's what everybody thinks. You don't get married to people that you think they like. There's a fairly good shot I'm going to get divorced. Yeah, but then again, there's something to be said for like waiting a while and and uh, you know making sure that it's the right person or whatever. I got, I met my wife. Uh, a little bit before, but our first date was like in February. I think we had like met in October, first date in February, married in November. Wow. Yeah. Cause we're in our forties. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, good for you guys. if it doesn't go well, you know what? It's not that long. And how long? We'll be dead. How long? Which November? Last a year ago? Uh, it was two years ago. Two years so ago. So 15. Yeah. So we met in October of 14, I guess. And where do you guys live? New York City. <laughs> what, what's your address now? Yeah. What's your zip code? Uh, yeah. What's kind Telephone of number? power do you go? Uh, we're not too far from yeah. here. Uh, this is close to the studio, but too, which working. is convenient where we do New York City crime report. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was just listening to the Danger on the Subway episode. Oh, which, really? It seemed to be just about music for 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 the good <laughs> yeah, portion no, of it. You can't put that. <laughs> See, New York City crime report is, is like, I don't know how long you've been, you've been doing this show. I've been yeah. doing it since 2011. Yeah. yeah. And it started off and like we did not, there was no deviation. I mean, we always would like come off topic or whatever, yeah. you know, but like, yeah, some of those things that you do pre-show, like we'll just run the tape or whatever, you know, yeah. we just start recording and we start talking and then some of that stuff ends up being in the show. You yeah. Know? And yeah. then so we were talking about music and uh, he was, being fairly funny about it. Seth Barron, you know, the yeah. guy I was recording with and uh, and still record with. He uh he's a funny guy. Yeah. He's a really funny dude. And I've been it's I wasn't really planning on having a permanent co host or anything like that, but he's he's the fucking guy, you know. I was really impressed with both of your musical knowledge and just like you both seemed very uh you know like you know a bunch of shit about lots of music. <laughs> well, he's he knows a lot about a lot of stuff. I mean, he's a New York City like I don't want to say historian, but like he's highly knowledgeable about it. He used to work on the city council and stuff like that. And he's he's a writer. His new piece is out today. Seth Barron, you can find it. It's a city journal kind of thing. Do you think you guys will cover this uh, latest terrorist attack? Uh, I guess I don't know. I mean, I, I suppose I, I'm more interested in this rap video that the NYPD released today. I did not even hear about this. Oh uh, well, I mean, I'm going to break it tonight on Crime Report. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's live at 7 at uh, Compound Media. Now, we're not live here, so people won't hear this until yeah. after the fact. But it's uh, Mondays at 7, and I love doing that show. It's we really just had great. Kevin Brennan in. Yeah, uh, so also Compound, Compound Media. Media. Yeah, right. Burning Bridges. Yeah, what yeah. an interesting way to go. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I really like Kevin Brennan. Yeah. I think he's the best Brennan. I mean, he he brought the honesty in here today. Uh, he as brings it everywhere he goes. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, he never he never stops it. It's like, I don't know what happened to him, but whatever it was, uh-huh. I've had a similar experience. It just didn't affect me quite the same way. Right. Close, but yeah. not quite. We're, but doing sounds, a, we're doing a streak of brutally honest white guys on yeah. this podcast. Uh, <laughs> but it sounds like Compound is a good home for, for you guys. It's a good home for brutal honesty for sure yeah. yeah i mean it's like really no holds barred stuff you can say free speech anywhere you know and it's more or less true i guess because you yeah. can say stuff about the government or whatever and people don't stop you and then there's like places where you can use profanity but it's more the ideas and the, and the kind of things that they're saying you know yeah. and and the fact that it is funny it's a comedy network for the most part and, and yeah you know aunt uh, anthony cumia 
But he's a fucking genius. He's brilliant. He's very, he's very good at what he does. And it's he's, nine he's, bucks he's, a month. And he's a legend. It's less, I think. I think it's like eight something. Yeah. In fact, if you get it for, it depends on your subscription. The longer you go, it can get down to six. Yeah. Or if even five. If somebody gives it to you as a gift subscription, it's free. All right. There's our commercial <laughs> so, for today. Look, uh, Compound Media is amazing. And yeah. like it's given my life a whole new fucking like sort of home and direction and stuff. And look, I was I was surfing the site and all the shows have random comics on, like up and coming comics. So it's like, you know, have whatever feelings you have about Anthony Cumia, but like it's a it's a, a network for people to go and panel and talk about stuff. Well, yeah, you know, O and A uh, broke numerous comedians. Yeah, probably more than the Tonight Show during oh, yeah, that same yeah, time yeah, period. Yeah. You know, uh, or or any other late night show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there would be no Patrice, Bill you know, Burr. there would be there would be no uh, a lot of co- people's careers would be a lot different if it wasn't for O and A. So they they have a long history of of doing that, and so he continues it. You know, I mean, like uh, we recorded a holiday episode with Karen Feehan. Mm-hmm. You know her? Yeah, I'm yeah. Big fan of her Instagram. Oh, she's. I'm gonna have to subscribe to that. I guess, <laughs> or, or or follow her. I should say, but subscribe to Compound for sure. If you, if you don't, it's worth it. It'd be, it's. I know there's Netflix and Hulu and all that other shit. And people have to pay for everything now. If you add it all up, I don't know what you pay for cable, but it's got to be less than all yeah, that shit. Yeah, and besides yeah. that, this is stuff that you literally cannot find anywhere. Right. Else, I don't, I don't mean just the particular shows, which is like nine, ten shows. Yeah, but you know, I'm talking about the of this type, right? Where you know you're watching something and like I did something. I have a bit called revenge porn, uh-huh. which I was going to start tonight, but I'm not going to have time to grab the shit that I need to do it. But it's it's basically uh, Maxine Waters' head photoshopped onto nude bodies. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Revenge porn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can't really see shit like that other places because, um, you know, there's laws and stuff. <laughs> but not there. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of anarchic. Uh, and there's no boss like you, you talked about earlier. Um, yeah. Tell me about... Uh, but can I just say that there's one difference between that show and the show that I've been doing since 2011. That show I've been doing there at Compound. That's the, the show I've been doing forever called the New York City Crime Report, right? That's available at crimereport.nyc for free. That show's yeah. free. Yeah. That show's completely free. And it's and, a, and also it, podcast form. It is podcast. It's an audio podcast. Yeah. It's not like the webcast, like the other one you can watch and yeah. stuff. It's a, that's, I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah, you can get it on iTunes. What is it, NYC what? Crimereport.nyc. It's an yeah. NYC. That's probably a mistake. I don't no, know. I, I like good. the I like the you know, dot I NYC. To, I, when that first came out, I was like, I want to get a dot NYC, but I couldn't get, I couldn't get one. Like a dot biz? Yeah, they... they uh, they they were hard to get. You had to like prove that you were in New York or something. It, it, I don't know. Wait, uh, what, where where are you from? I, I li- I've lived in New York for thirteen years, but oh. I you know I I could not. You can't prove it. I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't get through the process. Oh, that's cool. Well, I mean, I just think sometimes that it sounds like people have a hard time remembering that because it's everything's a dot com. Yeah. No. No. I, no. You need rabbit dot com, and then people know. Oh yeah, rabbit dot com. Mm-hmm. You just have that, to remember the word. Is that a vibrator? Uh, no clue. I don't know. I, don't I just know. thought of rabbit. Um. You know, I gotta say, I gotta say, Pat, I'm I'm glad to have you here. Uh, like, I associate you a lot with like for, for starting off with comedy, and uh, like I said, I'm I know you don't remember me, but like I started off at Caroline's actually, oddly enough, because like I would do the thing where like I took the class with uh, Linda. Oh yeah, and then and then she liked me, so she was like, "Look, if you wanna." If you want to do the the uh, Monday nights or whatever mm-hmm. without having to bring like a bunch of people, like you know, do this or do that. So I started working the door. At Car- I was working at the door at Caroline's for like a year, and um, oh yeah, yeah, and 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 uh, you were you know it was you and Phil Hanley and Mateo Lane. Like you guys were there a lot, and like 
Um, and uh, you you were always like very like uh, very good like forthcoming with the advice and the uh, and the kind you know like the wisdom on like you know hey you know this is you know this is, like I remember I did like this set and it was of course it was like the first couple of months so it did not do great but you still like were like hey uh, you should do this or do that or like like you gave me like constructive feedback about it that was like that was cool well you're welcome yeah I, I I'm glad that to hear that you know you don't you never went the other way you know where it's like mm. you were really addicted yeah you know? uh, you know, I, I, I always expect yeah. that but I never hear it it's weird like I, like most people they tell me that like you know you really there was one guy who came and told me like hey you know what I, I had one set one time. And uh, ever since you told me what you told me, I stopped bombing at all. Wow. <laughs> it was an easy fix, apparently. Anoint us before you yeah, leave today. Yeah. We, we, we need that power. I will. I'll tell you. Yeah, it's really <laughs> simple. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one thing to keep in mind, and it will prevent that from happening well, always if you listen to it and follow it carefully. We just have to uh, give you a pint of our blood uh, once a month. It's like a, it's a whole <laughs> cult thing. Just a few, if, 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 something, if lightning strikes, you know, just uh, re- remember your old friend, Pat, you know, yeah. who, <laughs> who wasn't a dick. Yeah. I, it's like you, you have to be nice to and exploit young, young uh, talent, you know, so that they <laughs> Yeah. Can eventually help you. That's why I married my wife is because she's big and strong and she can carry me to the tub when I'm old. You know? Yeah, and when you're nice to people while you're exploiting them, they they don't notice it. Yeah, they don't think of it as exploitation. They think Pat, it as, as an opportunity. An expert, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, both pats. Yeah, it's oh really on exploiting young talent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I feel a little exploited myself. Pa- Patrick is just like extremely nice to everyone, no matter what he thinks about them. Uh, and and it's he's created a reputation as like an an, an angel. But there's motives behind There's it. motives, yeah. There's maybe there's, a little bit of evil. Who knows? There's sinister mechanisms. <laughs> oh, I'm sensing jealousy here. You know, the, yeah, people like you better. He doesn't get away. Yeah, he, <laughs> they do. I'm, I'm, that, I'm, I'm you in that yeah, situation. Yeah. They, they always like the other guy better. I'm always well, fucked Well, first of all, that. he's got way better hair. So that that's uh, that's a big part of it right there. Well, that's, okay. He's taller. He's taller. No glasses. No glasses. Mm. Well, I, I go Just without the generally glasses. More generally more charming. A better and, package. Yeah. yeah. Your uh, beard is more well trimmed than I. Mine. Uh, uh, that just doesn't get you enough. You know, that's just not enough to push me over the edge there, Pat. No, and, it, and not only that, but it is a it's a statistically uh, irrelevant amount of better trimmed. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, exactly. It isn't. It's not pronounced. Well, this is great that we got Pat Dixon to come here to Please. bring us water and then to assess our right. appearance. Assess uh, your yeah. beards, yes. Yeah. <laughs> beard assessor. I'm surprised in New York City there's not a beard assessor. There, yeah. Well, it's, he works out of Williamsburg. <laughs> I actually, I seriously want to know though, Pat. Like, um, you, uh, you know, you've been doing this for a long time. You know, you know a lot about the, the business of comedy. You know a lot about you know doing comedy. And we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast that are you know that maybe in their first couple of years, maybe the first five years of doing comedy, and um, you know they're they're working hard to try to do it. And 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 we do have like a very particular kind of climate right now that that is challenging. And I was wondering if you have like any kind of thoughts or words of wisdom or anything like that that you that you would share with people that are kind of going through that journey well you wait wait, what kind of are you talking about the concerns about like what's okay to say and what's not okay to say i mean it could be that or it could just be more like generic in terms of like you know like what you you know what you think helps to kind of like get get to you know keep doing it for for a decade or more you know i never wanted anybody to like tell me what you could and couldn't talk about that, that always bugged me. I would say you can talk about anything yeah, pretty much, you yeah. know, and not even that's a, everybody has that one exception, you know, except 9-11, except AIDS, except, mm-hmm. you know, Eric Clapton's kid who fell off the fucking building or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I, mean, mm-hmm. I think you can't have, ex- I think it's better to just not have any exceptions, although, you know, whatever, it doesn't mean you have to write a joke about cancer. 
you know, or, or anything. But, uh, you know what? Just to talk about what you know about and don't say dumb shit about stuff you don't know about. And, mm. you know, like there's really nothing you can tell anybody starting out because they just uh, they know everything better than I do anyway. You know what I mean? In yeah. their mind. It's like a, it's very hard to uh, and, and really they do. I can't tell anybody how to do how to do their comedy and not fuck them up. Right. Right. So but I would say just talk about whatever you want and and eventually it'll get funny if it's not now. But what about the business of like trying to like move forward and get bookings and things like that? Clearly, I don't know much about that. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's more about your friends. Uh, make friends with people that are worth being friends with and, and don't be friends with people who uh you know, don't make you feel good. Yeah. You yeah. know, like a lot of times people will do that. You know, if people, if you're not feeling the love someplace and go someplace else, some, you're, you know, there's a home for everybody, I'm sure, you know, but just uh, be, it's, it's really about tipping the waitress and the bartender and uh, people being happy to see you when you get to a place and not rolling their eyes when they see you coming. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that shit's really important, you yeah. know, like uh, being a, like all the shit that's important in regular life is, is also important in comedy, I think. For the most part, it's just it's it's in fact it's heightened. Yeah, because you've only got a little while to make an impression, so you you do that, and also on stage, you know, it's 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 more important to be honest and true on stage than it is anywhere else in life. But you know, like you gotta understand, it's jokes, it's comedy, it's not important, and don't ever take it seriously at all. Mm-hmm. And if you want to quit, quit. I strongly encourage you to quit. Yeah, yeah, I'm always yeah. like, yeah, I say the same thing. Anybody who can't it's do too many. anybody who can live without doing stand up should. Yeah, it's it's because there's nothing optimum about it. If you're if you're not if there's anything, if you have any qualms, right? The word qualms. It's a good word. You might have some. You might have some qualms. If you're worried about fucking, if you got some girlfriend who uh, wants to get married and have kids, shit like that, and 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 uh, and has questions about what you do for a living, and her in laws feel that way, then just fucking drop her. Yeah. If <laughs> and if you don't want to, then quit. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. I, I'm trying to like think of anything to say that it's it's also specific. But sometimes yeah. it does boil down to these like major uh, logistical questions, and to hear a veteran just spell it out is uh, a lot of people do need to hear that. Yeah, but I don't I don't know that I'm spelling anything out. I feel like I'm just blabbering. I mean, like, uh, wait, tell me something you'd specifically like to know about this business. Somebody told me this: you have to do five things. Stand up's not enough. You have to do stand up and four more things. Oh yeah, yeah. So like your podcast, right? Have a good Twitter. <laughs> Maybe uh, social media is is necessary no matter how many things you're doing. So yeah. that doesn't count. Okay. And that's that's what's good about how everything's changed. You what know, when you ask other- me about the facts and all that kind of stuff, like now it's like you have to make your own following. Well, actually, and that's great. You have a chance to do that. You don't need yeah. anybody to tell you yes anymore. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's kind of a cool time in that way. Yeah. I wanted to ask you that. Like, so with with the Kumia Network or the uh, Compound Media Network. Yeah. And your I uh, I almost called it an iPad. Your podcast. God, I sound like my fucking mom. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so with what, what is your dream? What, what's the big dream for you? Like I'm wh- living my dream because like, this is all I ever wanted to do was be a stand up comedian in New York. So like everything else after that, I'm just running out the clock basically at this yeah. point. That's you know, amazing. Yeah. I don't have, I don't dream any further than I am. I, I really like the work and, and I want to, I, I really, really do just enjoy. I'd love to have a bigger audience, you yeah. know, and you know, who knows you know, that that's the idea. If, if your numbers are dwindling, you know, then you're not working on the work enough. I think if I was going to give anybody any advice, it'd be let all that social stuff 
Don't get on Facebook and fuck around with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? D- d- don't troll and don't get into spats and arguments and shit like that. Put your politics aside. Whatever. And just fucking do the work. Yeah, use that energy to be do, funny on stage. Do the work and, and, yeah, and write stuff and think about what you think about things. And especially if you're younger, you know, figure out what you think. But take your time to figure it out and, and you know, look at uh, what people say on both sides of, yeah. of everything and all ten sides of everything. Yeah. It's much more fun that way. Yeah. Think about what you think about things. Like form uh, an opinion that's authentic to you, and and uh, and think and just don't rush to come up with that. As well, yeah, I mean, don't, don't take everybody's assumptions about how the way everything is because it might not be right. Yeah, and it probably isn't. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, people are mostly wrong uh-huh. about things, don't you think? I certainly am on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> Live my whole life that way. Yeah, but you were asking something, and I and I I answered a different question. No, I, I think you said it. I think you said you are living your dream. Like I, you know, because like at a certain point with stand up, it's like, uh, oh, you wanted me to name the five things. Oh yeah, the five things. What well, you, you get like you act, right? Yeah. You go to commercial auditions. You do voiceover. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're you're involved in improv. Uh, it, you might be. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're a, a, a clown at, at kids' parties. Whatever it is, five creative things. Make videos. Make sketches. Yeah. And, you know, it, it all looks like part of one big hole, and maybe it is. But, you know, you have something ready, so when somebody goes, hey, I, you know, I enjoyed uh, your set, mm-hmm. you know, I'm with whatever, what else do you have? And you're yeah. just like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like you become, you know, plus it just, all that shit improves everything else you're doing. All the chops. Doing yeah. sketch improves your stand-up, and stand-up and improv improves everything. And mm-hmm. Do you do sketch and improv or any of those things? Yeah, I mean... You know, I I do sketches a lot of times in the show that I do, but I don't do like a, a particular like I'm not in a sketch group. And I right. didn't. St- I, I've taken improv shit, but I didn't stay like in an improv group or anything like that, which is too bad because that's like it's one of the few things that makes me truly happy. Believe it or not, yeah, is doing improv. Well, it's like it's it's a playing as why. an adult. You know, like that's got, that got me into stand up because like I did it for a couple of years and it, it and it like it just allows you to be a little freer on stage. You yeah, know? it just allows you to just like fucking it's 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 uh. There's no prep. There's no writing. There's no nothing. You show up. You're there. It's great. You, yeah. it, really, the less you think, it's really you get to not think for a while. Well, so. I mean, crowd work is kind of a, a, a type of improv in a way. I mean, you can't it's have improvisational. You can definitely have like pre-written bits that are like you you do if you meet a certain person, but you can also just kind of wing it based off of like who's in the audience. Yeah, it's a little less creative, and, and there is a lot of repetition to it, you know. And yeah. plus, you, you have this like science of crowd timing and shit mm-hmm. where like, okay, if they say a certain thing, if you make a certain face, it's going to get a laugh, you know, eight times out of ten or more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's it's funny. I, I, it's something you don't really think about, but, but it is there. It's an equation. But that's, you know, whatever. That is, that also makes me very happy, too. You know? Yeah. Yeah, actually. But improv is 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 really yeah it's something that a lot of people don't really think to actually do stand ups uh, it's, shit mas- on improv. it's masturbation you know i hate watching it i don't want to yeah. watch any fucking improv it's the worst thing but to do it is great like really yeah. really good improv though is pretty amazing like if you um... disagree <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i hear that but i mean i just have yeah, you ever seen like a tj way. and dave show uh, you know what? I people used to say to me, "Have you ever seen hockey live?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, I did." And then and then they go, "But were you right on the glass?" You know, there's always one. Right. Yeah, there's, there's one yeah. more example sure, I sure. haven't seen. I just don't like improv to watch, but I yeah. think it, I think it is a fun masturbatory That's thing fair. to like. You know, because that that always feels good. So, so does, does, yeah, so does improvisational beforehand. masturbation. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, Use we, your left hand. I think we got to get Pat out of here. Pat's got you have yeah. your show tonight. I gotta hang and do this all night, but yeah, I gotta go. And 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 thanks for having me on, man. This is this is a lot of fun. Yeah. Great show. Yeah, we appreciate Good meeting you, you guys. Yeah. Uh, so every Monday, New York Crime Report tapes. New York, New York. It's yeah. Well, Crime Report is what it's called now on yeah. the Compound Media, and it comes on at seven. It's live, and uh, it's all archived. Hundreds of hours of episodes. But I really want people to subscribe to New York City Crime Report at crimereport.nyc. All right, that's Pat <laughs> Dixon, everybody. Thanks so much, Thanks Pat. I'm Sweet T. I'm Sweet P. And you've been Holbert. listening to the Comics Table. And we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye bye.